Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Road to Forex podcast, where we are going to be talking about everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, just before the recording of this episode, I was actually with one of my students, and we were going over some trades that my student had made. And it's become apparent that there is an issue that I have kept seeing, especially with those of you that have less than two years in the market, but for some reason or another, I haven't been able to connect the dots, but it hit me when my student was making these trades, and it was a really simple answer for me as to why my student kept on failing, but then when I saw it, I went, actually, I've seen this happen so many times before. In fact, when I started out as well, especially, it happened to me. So I'm going to go over it. I'm going to go over how you avoid it, what it actually is. And trust me, it's going to probably change some of you guys' trading styles as well. But I'm going to start by asking you guys a question. And this is going to figure out whether or not you suffer from this particular problem. Now, do you find that you see the market start to go one way, right? You hop into the market because you can see the market, let's say it's pushing in a bullish direction. You see the market pushing and then all of a sudden it switches just after you hop into the market. It can be so frustrating, so annoying, and it can really leave you feeling like you've actually got no idea what you're doing. So if that happens to you where you hop into the market and then suddenly for a reason that you can't figure out, it just switches on you, well, that's what I'm going to be talking about here. And I'm going to be trying to make sure that it stops happening for you. Now, the best way, and this is what I teach my students, to stop this from happening is by identifying whether or not the trend is broken or whether or not it is a pullback. And we find this out by, again, asking a few very simple questions that I will list here. Now, I know you might want to turn off right now. And it seems super simple that, no, it can't be like that. It has to be something else. Or, oh, I already know this stuff. Trust me, guys. I have had so many people over the years of me doing this tell me that, Hey, this makes so much sense now. Even this morning, my student went, actually, Alex, thanks for telling me that because I totally would have hopped into that trade. That's, I, I thought that it would have gone that way. And if my students are making those mistakes, well, there's a probably, well, a high probability, we should say, that some of you guys are making that mistake as well. Now, this podcast doesn't cost you anything. So even if you don't think you can benefit from it, just listen to it because you're, as I said, it's not going to cost you anything and it could save you from making some very costly mistakes. Now, let's get into the nitty gritty of this. And I'm going to do this and explain it by going over a scenario here. And with this scenario, it's probably going to make a lot more sense than me just saying, do this, do this, do this. So in this scenario, we're going to say that we're seeing a bullish trend. But then we see the market start to crash quite heavily. We see some big bearish candlesticks coming out. We're going, oh, I want to hop in. This move looks really good. It looks like it's falling down. 
Now, most of you beginners and those of you that don't understand market structure as well are going to jump in on this, just like my student did. Jump in on it and say, yeah, but it's crashing. I can see it really falling. That's bearishness. No, that is not correct. And this might sound crazy, but just because the market is going down does not equal complete bearishness. It could equal a pullback. It might not be that the trend is changing. And do you really want to hop in on a pullback? Or do you want to wait for that market to continue going in the direction it was supposed to go in the first place? Right? And we all know that the answer to that rhetorical question is hop in on the trade where the market is supposed to be going, not on a pullback that might go down 10, 15 pips before it continues to go back up in the opposite direction. Right? So as I said, in this scenario, we see some bullish, in a bullish trend, we see the market start to crash quite heavily. And we want to hop in on that. And now we're going to be finding out how to make sure that we're not just hopping in on a pullback and we're making sure that either the trend is broken or we're not hopping in, right? So the first thing that we want to do is identify all the highs and all the lows. Making sure to, you know, if you're a trading view, just draw some boxes around them, you know? Make sure you identify these highs and lows. Make sure that they are higher highs and they are higher lows. Confirm the trend. So by identifying these highs and lows, we are confirming the trend. Number one. Number two, we are looking at this crashing price action that we want to hop in on. And we are asking ourselves the question, has the last low of the trend been broken? Now, I'll say that again because it's really important. Has the last low of the trend been broken? Now, what do I mean by this? I mean that has current price action dipped beneath the last low? Now, although this is number two, in me saying that, there are two things to be really aware of, right? In saying that. If you see price action dip beneath the last low, you have to be aware of these two things. One, a wick does not count. If you see that the price action's been broken, it's dipped below, but it's just a wick, no, we are not hopping in. That does not count. For me, at least, wicks are a sign of a weakness. So if it's just wicked beneath the last low, as I said, it doesn't count. The trend is still intact. Don't hop in on the crash because it can turn around within a second, right? The second thing to do is wait until your selected time frame has closed. The candlestick on whatever time frame you are on has closed. So if you're on the one hour time frame, wait for that candlestick to close and the new one to open. If you're on the minute, wait for the candlestick to close and the new one to open. It's only valid if that candlestick has closed beneath the last low. So be aware of those two things, right? We need to make sure, this is number two, that price action has dipped beneath the last low, but we're making sure that wicks don't count and that it, it, it actually has closed beneath it. We have seen price action close beneath the last low. And thirdly, and the last one, do not jump the gun. If price action has indeed closed beneath that last low, but it's only a pip or two, please 
Do not kid yourself. Forex, and as I've always said in this podcast and to every single one of my students, is not a game of perfection. Just because it has dipped below does not mean that it counts. Sometimes when I draw trend lines or I'm using my indicators, it doesn't perfectly touch where I want it to go. Like if you have a Fibonacci tool, it might get really close to hitting that 0.5 line, but never quite touches it. And then the trade does exactly what you want it to do. Forex is never going to just give you a perfect scenario. Sometimes it will, but it's very, very rare. So remember, don't jump the gun. Measure the distance between the last low and where this price action has closed, where it's dipped beneath. As a general rule, I like to see at least seven pips between where the candlestick is closed and where the last low is. If you cannot confirm these three things, which I want, we're confirming that trend exists, we're identifying the highs and lows, which makes it so much easier for us. Number two, we're making sure price action has closed beneath the last low, right? The last low, no wicks, and that it has closed, right? Beneath the last low. Sorry, I keep on saying it, but I have to make sure. And three, don't jump the gun. Make sure there's at least seven pips of distance between price action, that last low, and of course, where the candlestick closed. That is what you want to do. Again, I know this sounds super simple. That's it, right? The secret to it, to make sure that you are not going to be hopping in on trades and see it snap around on you really quickly. This happened to me, as I said, I'm speaking from experience. Not only my own personal experience, but the experience of, well, as I said, it would be coming up to hundreds of people that I've taught, which is amazing. I love it. But if you have been struggling to change, trade, I should say, and the market is changing on you really quickly, it might be this. It might be this. The best way to actually hop in and avoid this is by making sure that the trend has been changed. That it has broken below that last low. Because when that happens, it has to make a further low. It still has. Sometimes it might only come down 20 pips. But that's the game, right? That's Forex. It might not go down that far. But if it's broken below the last low, then chances are it's got a really good, well, chance to keep on going down and make that new low. If you're hopping in and you're seeing the market crash and the trend, as in the number one thing we said, confirming the trend, the trend is still bullish, don't hop in. Unless you've got a genuine certified strategy where a lot of different things are telling you like, hey, this is actually like happening, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead. You've got your strategy. You know it's profitable, right? Jump in. But if you're new and you're just doing this and you're trying to figure it out, or you're trying to make a strategy and don't understand why this is going on, well, just keep on trend trading. It's a lot easier to do, I I believe in my own personal opinion, especially for beginners, just keep on trend trading. Or wait until the trend has been broken because it can crash and it can come quite a long distance down and then suddenly go back up again. Just because you see a market start to crash, or even not crashing, having strong price action in the opposite direction does not mean that trend has ended. As long as that trend is confirmed, 
The trend is in control. It has the most power. The market is situated and is guided to go along with that trend. If, a, if it's in a bullish trend, buyers are in control. And if buyers are in control, it's probably still going to keep on going up. And if you're going against buyers being in control, or you're going against the market, and when it's saying, hey, we're going up, we're going up and up, and you're going, no, I'm going, I'm going in where you're going down. Unless you have a counter trend trading strategy, don't hop in. Anyway, guys, that is it from me today. Hopefully, hopefully, just like a student today, <laughs> you learned some stuff and you are going to be avoiding this really simple and easy mistake to miss. So hopefully that's really gonna help out your trading. Remember guys, if you need a hand, if you wanna have a chat, if you want any questions, contact me at roadtoforex.gmail.com. I love talking to you guys, it's absolutely amazing. But until the next episode guys, stay safe, have a great day, and I will see you then.